Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I'm going to start a new project today on an essay by Spooner, which is technically a letter he wrote called The Letter to Grover Cleveland. And most people have never heard of this essay, but it's certainly, I think, maybe his most comprehensive and powerful essay. I think Trial by Jury, which I did, is his most important because it gives us a solution. But it's very unknown compared to No Treason which most people know. And I think it's because the name sucks so bad. I mean, a letter to Grover Cleveland, who the hell's going to read that, right? It sounds fucking stupid, <laughs> but it's fantastic. So I'm going to start it. I'm starting today. I think it's going to be great. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell them the truth. Truth they've probably never heard. It's truth like I tell them in this show, like on this series. And the truth is, I was a constitutional conservative for years and years and years. And then I got the internet about 25 years ago. In a relatively short order, I figured out it's all a complete scam. All that stupid shit I believed about the Constitution was just garbage. It's complete and total garbage. It's a scam to keep you on a tax-paying plantation. And when I figured that out, I became a self-certified master practitioner. And I recently gave myself another fake award, and that is a Lifetime Achievement Award for all these podcasts I've made to help people understand the system. I'm very proud of all these fake awards. They're certainly as legitimate as any constitution we have to supposedly operate under. I like having them. <laughs> I'm going to give myself some more awards, as a matter of fact. <laughs> All right, enough fooling around. Let's go ahead and get the show going. So I want to do a show because this show will come out on New Year's Day. And I want to start a new project. I know I've said I'm going to finish Spooner with Vices or Not Crimes, but I've really been giving it some thought. And I think I want to do his... Letter to Grover Cleveland, which <laughs> has such a terrible title. It's such a terrible title for the essay. And it's not even an essay. It really is a letter. It starts off with an address to him, and then it's signed off at the end. And for all I know, he mailed it to him. I didn't do a lot of research to find out whether, in fact, he did mail it. Not that we could really ever find such a thing out. But I think it's a good project. It's a pretty long essay. I don't know if it's as long as No Treason or not, but it's pretty long. It's like... Know, something maybe something between no treason and trial by jury and even though the name's horrible a letter to grover cleveland i think if it had a better name a better title this essay would be incredibly popular it is absolutely packed with stuff i mean just absolutely packed a lot of it is kind of like an after hours episode from the 19th century from spooner the two just goes off on what a piece of shit uh, government is and all the horrible stuff it does. The interesting thing about the essay, it's it's going to provide a great platform to discuss a bunch of different stuff. It has some of the best discussion of the Ninth and Tenth Amendments I've ever seen anywhere. It's got great discussions about legal tender laws and the bogus court. It's got great discussions about Chief Justice Marshall, oh, the August Justice Marshall. It's a fantastic counterpoint to the endless propaganda that we've gotten everyone subjected to in this country from a time they're little about the genius of the founders and the freedom machine and all this other stupid shit. And if people were exposed to this kind of essay when they were young, forget the fact that everything he says is true. Even if you want to dispute some of this, just the very fact that these types of issues would get discussed and brought up and debated 
would be sufficient to collapse the fantasy scam they run. And the other things I like about this essay is it's really pretty much the last major piece he wrote. I think he finished it like a year before he died. He died, he was almost 80 years old or somewhere right around there when he wrote this thing. So it's interesting to me because the guy is still completely full of piss and vinegar. I mean, he's just going off and he's really, it's clear he has no dementia unlike fucking Biden. He is clear thinking and it's kind of a lifetime's worth of greatness jammed in there. There's all sorts of stuff about natural law in there. And I already did the natural law essay, but this is written, I think, probably 20 years after he wrote the original or maybe 30 years after he wrote the other one. And it's so good. So it's it's long. It's one of his last pieces. It's got a horrible title, but wow, it's so packed with stuff. It's just so, so incredibly packed. I mean, nobody would title an essay today a letter to Grover Cleveland. And yet that's the kind of thing he did. And he just doesn't care. He goes through everything and so much great Spoonerisms are in here. It's got a decent amount of famous language you'll recognize if you know anything about Spooner. I just think it's worth doing. And like I said, I wanted a decent project for kind of 2023. And I think this is going to be a good one because I'm going to use it to do some offshoots when we're going through the essay. Like, I think I may cover those legal tender cases or at least do a show or two separately on those legal tender cases when we get to them in there. And it may have some other options to do some additional shows. And so I hope people enjoy this. It's going to be rather extended. What I want to do now is prior to the time I read the essay, (laughs) I want to give you a little feel for what set the guy off, which was Grover Cleveland's inaugural address in 1885 in March. And it's short. It's relatively short. Anyone can look it up. And it's <laughs> it's got all the same stupid shit we have now, right? Stay talking about the same crap about, you know, getting peace and being prosperous and the government's going to help us and all this crap. And I'm sure that Spooner had just had his fill of this utter horse shit. Uh, after almost 80 years of living and hearing it and living through the Civil War and all the tyranny and the insanity and the lies, massive growth in government, especially a man like Spooner who knew so much about it. But I wanted to I wanted to read just a little bit of it, maybe a few of the paragraphs. It's I'm going to read maybe a quarter of it, a third of it, something like that, and laugh about it. So you can get a feel for what the guy had probably seen himself printed in a newspaper. He almost surely didn't hear the actual address. But he read this, and I'm sure he's just like me. Whenever I hear these stupid political jokers, I just bust out laughing and get pissed off. And this guy just went on an after-hours rant for an entire uh, essay letter, and I just find it hilarious. And like I said, it's just such a fantastic piece of work. It really it needs to be more public. Like the same reason I did Trial by Jury, which I still think is his most important work because it actually gives us a solution But this one is such a comprehensive discussion now that you've seen uh, Trial by Jury and you've seen No Treason and His Natural Law. I think you'll appreciate it a lot. At least I hope people do. You know, I never know in this show. Uh, It's a black box. But (laughs) let's let me read a little of this hilarious speech that Grover Cleveland gave. You know, it's just a bluster and bullshit. And then I think it sets the table nicely for his introduction. In fact, Why don't I, (laughs) I'm going to read the way the actual essay starts, and then I'm going to read a little. I think that'll make more sense. It says, a letter to Grover Cleveland, section one, to Grover Cleveland, sir, 
Your inaugural address is probably as honest, sensible, and consistent a one as that of any president within the last 50 years, or perhaps as any since the foundation of the government. If, therefore, it is false, absurd, self-contradictory, and ridiculous, it is not, parenthetical, as I think, because you are personally less honest, sensible, or consistent than your predecessors, but because the government itself, according to your own description of it, and according to the practical administration of it, for nearly a hundred years, is an utterly and palpably false, absurd, and criminal one. Such praises as you bestow upon it are, therefore, necessarily false, absurd, and ridiculous. <laughs> God, he's got to love Spooner. So that's what I mean by the fact that he just pulls no punch. He just goes right into it. I just think it's hilarious the way he wrote that. So now let's, I'm going to reread a little bit of what set him off. <laughs> The laws should be rigidly enforced, which prohibit the immigration of a servile class to compete with American labor with no intention of acquiring citizenship and bringing with them and retaining habits and customs repugnant to our civilization. (laughs) What do you think about that? I mean, think about that. So this is 1885. They're still pulling the immigration card, still talking about how we're going to protect it and America for America and America first. And look where we are. I mean, none of this shit's ever happened. They've just completely and totally flooded this place with all sorts of shit. But they were still using the same kind of language back then. Is that not hilarious? The people demand reform in the administration of the government and the application of business principles to public affairs. As a means to this end, civil service reform should be in good faith enforced. Our citizens have the right to protection from the incompetency of public employees who hold their places solely as the reward of partisan service and from the corrupting influence of those who promise and the vicious methods of those who expect such rewards. And those who worthily seek public employment have the right to insist that merit and competency shall be recognized instead of a party subserviency or the surrender of honest political belief. You see, it's been the same forever, man. They just spew this stupid shit. They tell people about next election, next election. And the Spooner just couldn't take it anymore. (laughs) He just had to just get it all out before he died. (laughs) In the administration of a government pledged to do equal and exact justice to all men, there should be no pretext for anxiety touching the protection of the freedmen and their rights or their security in the enjoyment of the privileges under the Constitution and its amendments. All discussion as to their fitness for the place accorded to them as American citizens is idle and unprofitable, except as it suggests the necessity for their improvement. The fact that they are citizens entitles them to all the rights due to that relation and charges them with all its duties, obligations, and responsibilities. See, it's all the same kind of shit. Every time. They're going to do so much justice. They're going to protect us so much. They're going to watch out for us. They duties and obligations and justice. They just throw this shit around all the time. Always have. It's the same scam, people. <laughs> Let's listen to this last paragraph. Then I'm going to get back to his essay. These topics and the constant and ever-varying wants of an active and enterprising population may very well receive the attention and the patriotic endeavor of all who make and execute the federal law. Our duties are practical and call for industrious application, an intelligent perception of the claims of public office, and, above all, a firm determination 
by united action to secure to all people of the land the full benefits of the best form of government ever vouchsafed to man. <laughs> and let us not trust a human effort alone, but humbly acknowledging the power and goodness of Almighty God, who presides over the destiny of nations, and who has at all times been revealed in our country's history. Let us invoke his aid and his blessings upon our labors. <laughs> See, these guys never change, man. It's been the same bullshit. Since day one with these politicians. They're liars, man. Spooner couldn't take it anymore. He'd been hating on them his whole life, and he just couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> so that's, that's just a piece of, maybe, like I said, 25%, maybe a third or something of the speech that just set him off. So let's continue, it, and I'll catch up a little bit here and then go on. Such praises as you bestow upon it are therefore necessarily false, absurd, and ridiculous. <laughs> Thus, you describe it as a government pledged to do equal and exact justice to all men. Did you stop to think what that means? Evidently, you did not, for nearly or quite all the rest of your address is in direct contradiction to it. <laughs> Let me then remind you that justice is an immutable natural principle and not anything that can be made, unmade, or altered by any human power. It is also a subject of science and is to be learned like mathematics or any other science. It does not derive as authority from the commands, will, pleasure, or discretion of any possible combination of men, whether they're calling themselves a government or by any other name. It is also, at all times and in all places, the supreme law. And being everywhere and always the supreme law, it is necessarily everywhere and always the only law. He really, really pounds on natural justice in the beginning of this essay for quite a while. And I think it's really helpful because people don't get any introduction at all to natural law. And though I did his essay on it, I think he makes so many additional great points here. I think it's important to know. See, these legislative laws, these guys pretend to run around and do justice and protect us and all this other stupid shit. They don't do any of that. They do the opposite. Just like he said, it's all contradictory nonsense. And yet the people are so snowed at this point because they never, ever, ever hear the opposite side of it. All they ever hear is the red versus blue fantasy narrative inside the Overton window of the fantasticness of the Constitution. And this guy, he simply obliterates it all. Let's continue. Lawmakers, as they call themselves, can add nothing to it nor take anything from it. Therefore, all their laws, as they call them, that is, all the laws of their own making, have no color or authority or obligation. It is a falsehood to call them laws, for there's nothing in them that either creates men's duties or rights or enlightens them as to their duties or rights. There is consequently nothing binding or obligatory about them, and nobody is bound to take the least notice of them, unless it be to trample them underfoot as usurpations. <laughs> Uh, he absolutely hates government as much as me. God, I'd love to be able to sit down and have a drink with this guy. He must have been hilarious. He may have been a teetotaler for all I know, but have a cup of coffee, whatever. I mean, the dude's hilarious, right? He just hates government and he hates the sham, the hypocrisy, just as much as I do. Just as much as a lot of people who like my show do. These people are contemptuous. I cannot stand these politicians and these people who support government. They are fools or knaves, that's all. And a knave is someone who knows what they're doing, and they're just pretending. He's doing it as a paid participant, like the vast majority of these controlled opposition jokers in media. Let's continue. There is consequently nothing binding 
If they command men to do justice, they add nothing to men's obligation to do it or to any man's right to enforce it. They are, therefore, mere idle wind, such as would-be commands to consider the day as day and the night as night. <laughs> uh, man, he blows them up. If they command or license any man to do injustice, they are criminal on their face. If they command any man to do anything which justice does not require him to do, they are simple naked usurpations and tyrannies. If they forbid any man to do anything which justice would permit him to do, they are criminal invasions of his natural and rightful liberty. <laughs> In whatever light, therefore, they are viewed, they are utterly destitute of everything like authority or obligation. They are all necessarily either the impudent, fraudulent, and criminal usurpations of tyrants, robbers, and murderers, or the senseless work of ignorant and thoughtless men who do not know or certainly do not realize what they are doing. Wow. Imagine if school children age people were taught this view of what politicians and so-called lawmakers are. Imagine how different this world would be if people were just exposed to this concept because the concept is simply undeniable. What can they add if they're supposedly doing justice? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. All these made-up laws are just all bullshit. Every day, night and day, with the con-con nonsense about the law and order, you got to follow the process and all this shit. Well, it's just a bunch of criminals up there just passing shit for themselves. And it's been the same forever. Dude's writing in 1886. That's when he finished this essay. So I'm sure he read the thing in subname in 85 and was writing on it and finished it in 86. Because it's long and it's complicated. It's good. Just think about that. So it's a full 140 years ago. It's just the same old shit we're hearing now. Well, the 2024 is going to be the most important election. Oh, Trump's going to save us. Just, it's all idiocy. Let's continue. The science of justice or natural law is the only science that tells us what are and what are not each man's natural, inherent, inalienable individual rights as against any and all other men. And to say that any or all other men may rightfully compel him to obey any or all such other laws as they may see fit to make is to say that he has no rights of his own, but is their subject, their property, and their slave. For the reasons now given, the simple maintenance of justice or natural law is plainly the one only purpose for which any coercive power or anything bearing the name of government has a right to exist. And this is basically what we're told, right? That it somehow protects us from this horrible gang that would, would supposedly appear out of nowhere and control us all. No criminal gang not calling itself government with the brainwashing government has, could ever do the kind of damage government does. They take after everything you earn. They regulate every part of your life. No criminal mob could do that. As I've made shows explaining to people, the reason government exists and can continue is because good people are massively confused and they support the criminal gang. Good people wouldn't support a real criminal gang, but they think government is this fantastic thing. It's not. And he's laying it out and he lays it out and it's absolutely irrefutable. And that's why Spooner has to be ignored, just like my show gets ignored, because people can never find out these truths. This is the stuff that's dangerous, not the stupid constitutional conservative nonsense that just pushes that same crap. Let's continue. It is intrinsically just as false, absurd, ludicrous, and ridiculous. <laughs> Was he a little pissed off, you think? <laughs> to say that lawmakers, so-called, can invent and make any laws of their own authoritatively fixing or declaring the rights of individuals 
or that shall be in any manner authoritative or obligatory upon individuals, or that individuals may rightfully be compelled to obey, as it would be to say that they can invent and make such mathematics, chemistry, physiology, or other sciences as they see fit, and rightfully compel individuals to conform all their actions to them, instead of conforming them to the mathematics, chemistry, physiology, or other sciences of nature. Such a key point. See, such a key point. Until people start understanding what justice is, uh, they're never going to understand these points. And that's why people are never informed about it. And there's no discussion of it. Lawmakers, as they call themselves, might just as well claim the right to abolish by statute the natural law of gravitation, the natural laws of light, heat, and electricity, and all the other natural laws of matter and mind, and institute laws of their own in the place of them and compel conformity to them as to claim the right to set aside the natural law of justice and compel obedience to such other laws as they may see fit to manufacture and set up in its steed. <laughs> it's just, it's, you can't argue with it. And he goes on and proves it uh, right after this. But this is the kind of thing people need to be able to understand and think about. And this is the last thing in the world the government can ever have people hearing about, wondering about, questioning. Imagine if kids in a curious age were given these thoughts, put it into their head. Think what they would think about all these jokers up there. Law and order, voting, red versus blue, all the fantasy that goes on. They'd see them all for the complete clown show that they are. Instead of choosing sides or saying I'm independent and running around, just confused ball of bullshit in their head. <laughs> Let's continue. Let me now ask you how you imagine that your so-called lawmakers can, quote, do equal and exact justice to all men by any so-called laws of their own making. If their laws command anything but justice or forbid anything but injustice, they are themselves unjust and criminal. If they simply command justice and forbid injustice, they add nothing to the natural authority of justice or to men's obligation to obey it. It is therefore a simple impertinence and sheer impudence on their part to assume that their commands as such are of any authority whatsoever. It is also sheer impudence on their part to assume that their commands are at all necessary to teach other men what is and what is not justice. The science of justice is as open to be learned by all other men as by themselves, and it is, in general, so simple and easy to be learned that there is no need of and no place for any man or body of men to teach it, declare it, or command it on their own authority. <laughs> it's true. Everyone knows what justice is. Once you get the facts clear, it's obvious as hell. The chance that you're going to be disagreeing about it when everybody agrees the facts, very, very slim. Very, very slim. And certainly a stupid made-up joker like Trump or Pelosi or Mitch McConnell, Schumer. You think they're going to get this thing cleared up? <laughs> Let's continue. For one or another of these reasons, therefore, each and every law so-called that 48 different Congresses have presumed to make within the last 96 years have been utterly destitute of all legitimate authority. That is to say, they have either been criminal as commanding or licensing men to do what justice forbade them to do, or as forbidding them to do what justice would have permitted them to do. Or else they have been superfluous as adding nothing to men's knowledge of justice or to their obligation to do justice or abstain from injustice. 
What excuse then have you for attempting to enforce upon the people that great mass of superfluous or criminal laws, so-called, which ignorant and foolish or impudent and criminal men have for so many years been manufacturing and promulgating and enforcing in violation of justice and all of men's natural inherent and inalienable rights? <laughs> God, I love this guy. I mean, imagine if we had people like this speaking today out in public. Can you imagine if people actually heard this side? This kind of actual just direct attack on the entire fraud that is the so-called legal system, the so-called government. All you ever hear about, both sides, the red and blue, the independents, the libertarians, they love on the Constitution, the founders, and the so-called principles and all this shit, and they don't understand any of them because they're completely brainwashed. Imagine if you had somebody blowing it up like Spooner does here. <laughs> Let's read a little more. Now we're in section two. I still don't understand the way Spooner divides stuff up. I, I don't know. He's, probably, he's a lot smarter than I am. He's a lot better educated than I am. So he has all these sections and stuff. It's the same kind of way he did in his other essays. I don't understand it. But if you want to follow along, now we're in section two. Perhaps you will say that there is no such science as that of justice. And of course, he's directing this to Grover Cleveland. So he's not directing it to you. He's directing it to the president who claims to be in charge of this shit, right? Perhaps you will say that there is no such science as, as that of justice. If you do say this, by what right or on what reason do you proclaim your intention to do equal and exact justice to all men? <laughs> oh, man, he nails them. Oh, I love the way he catches them. If there is no science of justice, how do you know that there is any such principle as justice? Or how do you know what it is and what is not justice? If there's no science of justice, such as the people can learn and understand for themselves, why do you say anything about justice to them? Or why do you promise them any such thing as equal and exact justice if they do not know and are incapable of learning what justice is? Do you use this phrase to deceive those whom you look upon as being so ignorant, so destitute of reason as to be deceived by idle, unmeaning words? If you do not, you are plainly bound to let us all know what you do mean by doing equal and exact justice to all men. <laughs> and it's, it's devastating. It's impossible to explain away. You can't get out of it. He pins you down. That's what I love about it. He puts them in a little tiny corner, which I love to do to people too. I, it was one of the reasons I got into being a lawyer. I thought it'd be more of that. I just love to catch liars and fucking scammers. I love to expose them. When you can swear them in and really drill into them, there's no escape, man. You can just put them into a box and crush it. <laughs> uh, as... Jack Reacher says in the movie, he says, I aim to beat you to death and drink your blood from my boot. <laughs> That's the way I feel about these hypocrites and piece of shit government types. I can assure you, sir, that a very large portion of the people of this country do not believe that the government is doing equal and exact justice to all men. And some persons are earnestly promulgating the idea that the government is not attempting to do and has no intention of doing anything like equal and exact justice to all men. That on the contrary, it is knowingly, deliberately, and willfully doing an incalculable amount of injustice. That it has always been doing this in the past, and that it has no intention of doing anything else in the future. That it is a mere tool in the hands of a few ambitious, rapacious, and unprincipled men. That its purpose in doing all this injustice is to keep, so far as they can, without driving the people to rebellion, all wealth, all political power, in as few a hands as possible, and that this injustice is the direct cause of all the widespread poverty, ignorance, and servitude among the great body of the people. 
<laughs> so much for your original conspiracy theory. <laughs> there you go. See that? Wise, intelligent men knew. They always have known. This is a conspiracy of these, these rich men who want to use government to abuse the mass of people. And they use Barnum statement bullshit like doing exact justice. They never explain what it is or how that could ever happen. And to this day, they continue to use that same scam. Of course, now government's everywhere. So they give everybody these government educations. And now, of course, the entire media system is 100% controlled. So the time you're born to the time you die, all you ever hear is bullshit, lies about the founders. Every movie about the incredible founders of protecting the government pages. we got to you know, move heaven and earth to protect some senator who's got some threat against him. These people are criminals. Why do we care about protecting them? I don't understand. I don't get it. I'll respect the institution. I don't respect the institution of a bunch of criminals. I don't get it. I've never approved of the institution. I don't agree to the institution. Why would I respect it? It's just endless brainwashing. <laughs> I just read a little bit more. Now, sir, I wish I could hope that you would do something to show that you are not a party to any such scheme as that. Something to show that you are neither corrupt enough, nor blind enough, nor coward enough to be made use of for any such purpose as that. Something to show that when you profess your intention to do equal and exact justice to all men, you attach some real and definite meaning to your words. Until you do that, is it not plain that the people have a right to consider you a tyrant and the confederate and tool of tyrants and to get rid of you as unceremoniously as they would of any other tyrant? <laughs> oh, man, Spooner, he's so good. See, he's so good. This is the way... He talks to these men. This is the way I think about these men, these government men. They are criminals. They have shown themselves to be criminals over and over. 250 years of endless criminal activity. And the people are so brainwashed they can't see it. They cannot see it. It cracks me up. The way they run around, oh, I'm a patriot, and I'm for freedom. And at the same time, they're signing up to defend these criminals. Because there's so much misunderstanding about constitution and government. <laughs> I try and do my little part to wake people up to this. Uh, this has been available for anybody who's had the internet forever. So All right, let's read section three now. That'll probably be the last section for today. Sir, if any government is to be a rational, consistent, and honest one, it must evidently be based on some fundamental, immutable, eternal principle such as every man may reasonably agree to, and such as every man may rightfully be compelled to abide by and obey. And the whole power of the government must be limited to the maintenance of that single principle. And that one principle is justice. There is no other principle that any man can rightfully enforce upon others or ought to consent to have enforced against himself. Every man claims the protection of this principle for himself, whether he is willing to accord it to others or not. Yet such is the inconsistency of human nature that some men, in fact, many men, who will risk their lives for this principle when their own liberty or property is at stake, will violate it in the most flagrant manner if they can thereby obtain arbitrary power over the persons or property of others. Wow. I mean, how true is that? Where is the integrity? Constant hypocrisy. This is what bothers me so much. Endless hypocrisy everywhere. People will defend their guy because they think they can get some shit out of him. They'll point at the liberals. The liberals point at the conservatives. They're all crooks. They're all criminals. All these people are defending crooks and criminals. 
And they love the government when the government does what they want. But then they point to the Constitution, the limited powers, when the government's doing something they don't want. <laughs> They're fucking hypocrites. We have seen this fact illustrated in this country through its whole history, especially during the last hundred years, and in the case of the many of the most conspicuous persons. And their example and influence have been employed to pervert the whole character of the government. It is against such men that all others who desire nothing but justice for themselves and are willing to unite to secure it for others must combine if we are ever to have justice established for any. Man, that's so good. I mean, it's just so, so damn good. I, I don't know if people can relate to that or not, but I do. And I just go back to the same feeling that imagine if this kind of material was presented to the population, to young people. How about just people in college even? Instead of the indoctrination, this left-wing indoctrination, and, and the only thing they get to bounce off of the opposite way are these right-wing joker constitutional conservatives up there, most of whom are religious fanatics and get made fun of and who don't have the slightest idea what they're talking about. They just repeat these absurd phrases, endless phrases about freedom and liberty and justice, as I've said again and again, Barnum Statement nonsense. That's why natural law is so important, because you have to decide what is justice it needs to be investigated, not just empty words. The same people who want to tell us about justice want to tell us that men can get pregnant, <laughs> that we have to use pronouns. We're supposed to follow the science. They ignore all this died suddenly. They were ignoring all these sudden adult death syndrome. They locked us all down in the name of protecting us. It's all shit, people. <laughs> All right, let's read section four. That's the last one. And then I'm, I just, I, I, I could read the whole damn essay at this time because I love it so much. But let's at least read section four. I think that's probably enough for the day. It is self-evident that no number of men, by conspiring and calling themselves a government, can, can acquire any rights whatsoever over other men or other men's property, which they had not before as individuals. And whenever any number of men calling themselves a government do anything to another man or to his property, which they had no right to do as individuals, they thereby declare themselves trespassers, robbers, or murderers according to the nature of their acts. Wow. See, that's very famous Spooner language right there. Typical super long Spooner sentence, but it's true. See, you say the word government and the people are so brainwashed now, they think it's like a magic word that somehow it creates something. It doesn't. It doesn't. That's why I'm always hounding on consent. That's why I'm always pounding endlessly about the fact that this government has no authority. I don't agree to any of it. Why are they not criminals? Who said they can just come take my shit? I don't get it. And the people can't ask those questions, never allowed to think about those questions because there's no answer to it. The answer is simple. The government is a criminal enterprise. That's all. Let's continue. Men, as individuals may rightfully compel each other to obey this one law of justice. And it is the only law which any man rightfully be compelled by his fellow men to obey. All other laws, it is optional with each man to obey or not, as he may choose. But this one law of justice, he may rightfully be compelled to obey. And all the force that is reasonably necessary to compel him may rightfully be used against him. But the right of every man to do anything and everything which justice does not forbid him to do is a natural inherent, inalienable right. It is his right, as against any and all other men, whether they be many or few. It is a right indispensable to every man's highest happiness and to every man's power of judging and determining for himself what will and what will not promote his happiness. 
Any restriction upon the exercise of this right is a restriction upon his rightful power providing for and accomplishing his own well-being. Wow. Such an important sort of point that, look, the reality is there's natural justice. That's it. You've got natural law. And as long as you're not impinging on the other person's rights, then you're free to do what you want. But, of course, if you are infringing, then the other people who you're infringing on are free to compel you to come into line. And what government does is it steps in and makes sure that you're not allowed to do that. You must go to government. And then, of course, government's corrupt as hell. And you can't use government. You call the police to fucking police come arrest you. You demand somebody uh, pay their bill and you're not allowed to go demand. You must go through the court process, which is all crooked as hell. And you see all the government crooks and the connected crooks who, who are all connected to government. Nothing ever happens to them. And that's what people have learned to live with, except, and they run around calling it the greatest system ever developed. That's how brainwashed they are. Let's continue. Sir, these natural, inherent, inalienable individual rights are sacred things. They are the only human rights. They are the only rights by which any man can protect his own property, liberty, or life against anyone who may be disposed to take it away. This is the basis for self-defense. Someone comes to try to kill you, you're allowed to kill them. It's not murder. They're the aggressor. Someone tries to take your stuff, you're allowed to stop them. You are. But when government comes and does it, you're not allowed to. See, they exempt themselves. They allow themselves to behave like criminals doing anything they want. Then they run around and tell you that that's the freedom you have. It's complete insanity, people. Consequently, they are not things that any set of either blockheads or villains calling themselves a government can rightfully take into their own hands and dispose of at their pleasure, as they have been accustomed to do in this and in nearly or quite nearly all other countries. That's the end of section four. I'm going to stop there because I think when you start seeing that just because someone says the word government, it doesn't mean that somehow they have all these rights to do all this shit and that somehow all you get is a vote. Well, I don't agree that that's all they can do. I don't agree they can just come take my shit and hand it over to a bunch of people pouring across the border and give them special privileges. I don't agree to that. I don't agree to spend $2 billion on Michelle Obama's friend's fucking piece of shit website. I don't agree to any of this stuff. I don't agree to any of the things they're doing. It's insane. But I'm told that they're allowed to do it. They're allowed to put me in a cage if I disagree about it. And that that's the freedom machine that I've agreed to. It's completely insane for anybody who stops and thinks about it. It's just that it's so dangerous and it's so hurtful to most people because they have such an identity with this idea that America is about freedom and justice and your vote and all this stupid crap. They just can't wrap their minds around how unbelievably fooled, fundamentally tricked they've been about this system. They can't get their mind around it. And they can't have discussions about it because there simply is nothing on the other side. And believe me, I was a constitutional conservative for years and believed all that crap. And when I first got Spooner and started realizing, good God, I am so fundamentally tricked. It's incredible. The confusion, the bullshit I used to think made sense. Wow. It was just, it was all blown up. It was all blown up. And it can never be put back together. And the reason Spooner's so fantastic and so incredibly dangerous to the system is that once you understand the principles of Spooner, there's no governmental system they can ever bring in that would then fool you. You can see that the government structure itself, the scam of government, what it is. That's the key. 
Not that you're red or blue or libertarian or this law or that law. No, you understand the fundamental structure and how it's criminal. And it makes no sense. All right, well, that's it for today on Spooner. And I think it's a good way to start the new year. I think it's a great project. I'm excited about it. I think you're going to enjoy it. I think anybody who likes liberty is going to enjoy it. Very few people have read this essay. It's got so many different things in it. It's got stuff about regulations. It's got (laughs) all the stuff I've already talked about. It's got so much stuff in there. It's, It's really, really great. And I'm looking forward to it. So I hope people enjoy it. And if you want, you can follow me on Twitter to the extent anybody can even see me. I'm so restricted down now. It's hilarious. So much worse than before, Musk. It's hilarious. It's so funny to me. I'm legal man at U.S. Crime Review. You can still follow me there. I may go back to private because I had a lot more access to my followers and we could laugh. And I'm there for the laughs, just to laugh at the stupid insanity that people believe. And I want to thank the people who are on Patreon. They support my show. They have a lot of integrity. They put their money where their mouth is. And I appreciate that. I really do. Because I take a lot of time to make the show and think about the show. And it took me decades to figure all the stuff out. And I share a lot of valuable stuff with people. And I appreciate people who have the integrity to step up and kick a little skin in the game. So thank you. And I am getting tired of doing the movie uh, updates. <laughs> it's been like a year of, of letting people know about it. But it doesn't mean that I'm upset with the people making. I know they're busting their ass. It's just the project is tough when you've got such a limited budget. But I still expect it to be out in the not-too-distant future here. It's the Jones Plantation. I play Mr. Jones. I play hilarious plantation owner. And I'm a real piece of crap. And the movie is written by Larkin Rose. It's a fantastic allegory about going from chattel to debt slavery and exposes all the same kind of stuff that this sort of after-hours letter to Grover Cleveland, Spooner wrote, does. (laughs) I hope when it comes out, people watch it, they buy it, they make it make a lot of money. Because if it makes a lot of money, they'll make more movies like that. And we'll have at least some chance. We're never going to get most people on board. We won't, but we don't need them all. We only need a small portion. That's why I did that whole trial by jury series. We don't need them all. We need 10%. Even less than that would be fine. The whole world would turn upside down with that amount of people. So, so thank you to those people on Patreon who support the show. And thank you to anybody who's going to support the Jones Plantation. And beyond that, I don't think there's anything else to say. So I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time for Legal Man. Woo!